Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome to Beginner Tip 2 on That Triathlon Show, the podcast presented by scientifictriathlon.com. I'm your host, Michael, and today I'll talk about whether you have to start with a sprint triathlon as your first race or not. And I'll also answer a listener question on combining triathlon with strength training or with other sports for that matter. So this is going to be a short and sweet beginner tip once again. Let's just get into the first topic about whether you have to start with a sprint distance race. So the short answer is no, you definitely don't have to. I would say, though, that is my recommendation, my strong recommendation. In most cases, it makes a lot of sense to do so. Uh, The preparation is easier, both training-wise, but also there are all sorts of logistics and the preparation for race day itself that... uh, it's a bit easier when the day out is shorter in, in a sprint distance and things are a bit more relaxed. So, so that's one aspect of it. Also, if you're preparing for a longer race, you'd train, do some sort of slightly longer brick sessions anyway. So you might not do a swim, bike, run, but at least a bike run uh, and maybe an open water swim on a separate day or even on the same day. So, so you'd do these kinds of sessions let's say that you would even do a 20k bike and 5k run not necessarily for yeah maybe maybe something like that for a for an olympic distance then why not make that longer training day uh, as part of a race a sprint distance race itself a sprint distance is a great training day for a longer race so and in addition to actually getting the physiological training of course by by being out there by training by swimming biking and running you also get the training in the race day logistics that come into it because the logistics of a triathlon race they're pretty difficult it's it's not uh, it's not as just like turning up to a running race i myself as uh, coming from a running background when i first started doing triathlons that was one of the challenges really to figure out how to really how, how to really make make the the flow of race they work well and and be comfortable with it and to be honest it still is something that is uh, much less relaxed than a running race will will ever be because there's so much going into it so so i would definitely recommend doing your first having your first encounter of that those challenges be be in a more relaxed uh, environment of a sprint distance race Finally, one other reason why it uh, makes sense to have a sprint distance as your first race is that it gives you an intermediate goal towards a bigger goal, which may be a longer race or another sprint that you want to go faster in. And intermediate goals, of course, are great ways to keep you on track towards your bigger goals. That being said, there are some cases in which you can skip the sprint as your first distance. Uh, Obviously, there's no... There's no right or wrong answer. So you should do what you feel like and what makes you happy. Uh, And uh, I mean, it's not a stupid idea by any means to do an Olympic first, but uh, it's just that I wouldn't recommend it if, uh, unless it's a big preference. But uh, let's say that you have no sprint distance races in your local area, but there is an Olympic distance race and you don't necessarily want to travel for the race. That adds another dimension of stress, that's uh, for sure. And uh, if you feel confident that you can do the Olympic, then by all means, go ahead and do that as your first race. For example, if you're already an endurance athlete, let's say you come from a running, cycling or swimming background and you're fairly fit, even if you're pretty pretty new or completely new to triathlon, 
then you i'm sure you can in many cases you just know that yeah i have no problem finishing the olympic so that would be a case when it makes total sense to do the olympic as your first race or potentially even even a 7.3 is not out of the question but i wouldn't recommend it that that would be a much bigger jump and and much more extreme i i would say than the olympic and another example is that uh, if there are no sprint races at the right time of the season or of the year, so let's say, for example, that the first local race uh, of the season is an Olympic, actually, and then it's uh, a bit quiet for, for a few weeks until the sprint distances start coming up, then you may not want to waste that, especially... Uh, for me myself coming from finland where our racing season is three months uh, that in if that were the case in finland then that would mean wasting a large chunk of the racing season if you would have to wait for the first sprint coming up if we would have that situation with the calendar of course which we we don't or we didn't but but this is just hypothetical if if you timing for whatever reason doesn't match your what you want to do then you may actually want to do the olympic just because it matches with when you have had your good training block maybe you're moving somewhere after a certain date or something like that there might may be a ton of different reasons Finally, the final case in which you can uh, skip the sprint as your first distance is uh, definitely if, uh, like many, you've made a drunken bet and there's money on the line, then uh, don't lose the money. Go for the money and and do the Olympic first. Uh, That's a bit tongue-in-cheek. But uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Uh, One general important thing is just you want to make sure that your first race is a good experience. And one big part of making it a good experience is actually being very, very confident that you can and that you will finish the race. So if the Olympic distance feels quite far out of your comfort zone and you're much less confident about finishing that than about the sprint then i'd go for the sprint distance as your first race definitely don't go too far out of your comfort zone it's okay to be a little bit outside of it and it's uh, it's good but but if you feel very uncertain if you can even finish the olympic then then i would say go for the sprint first and also remember that longer distances are not inherently better. Alistair Brownlee, our double Olympic champion, uh, superb athlete, so so such a role, role model, he has never done an Ironman. Think about that. And until very recently, he had never done a 7.3, nothing longer than an Olympic. All right, so that's about it. Now on to the listener question. This one came in on Twitter from Captain MacAwesome. That's a great uh, Twitter name. Uh, and you can send me tweets on at Triad. So his question is, I'm strength training every morning and a triathlon training in the afternoon. What do you think about three times CrossFit classes plus two times strength training sessions in the morning? Is CrossFit compatible with triathlon training? And just a short answer, there's a lot that I could say about this, but for general health and fitness and well-being, uh, strength training and CrossFit and triathlon is absolutely compatible. For optimal performance in triathlon or in CrossFit, no, they're not. Uh, A caveat to this, yes, strength training is is a big part of triathlon performance, but not every day, Uh, or or not not strength training in the gym, not lifting weights every day. So so like the question here was, uh, lifting in the morning or CrossFit in the morning and then triathlon training in the afternoon. That's not ideal for triathlon performance, but everybody's not after performance and we don't have to be after performance all the time for 
having fun, health, fitness, well-being, it can be absolutely great and totally compatible. Just be careful that you're not training too hard in your sessions because you can, if you're training a fair amount, if you do that two sessions per day in the week, uh, you can definitely dig yourself into a hole if you train too hard. So, so be very careful with that because that will cause you to lose fitness and not gain fitness if you're training too hard and not recovering enough. But uh, maybe, Captain, you are actually taking the weekends off and, uh, and getting enough rest as it is. So uh, yeah, just be sure to pay attention to that, getting that recovery in. Thank you for your question, Captain MacAwesome. All right, so I hope that you enjoyed this beginner tip. And remember that you can contact me and send me your questions on michael at scientifictriathlon.com. And that's Michael with a K. Or tweet me on Twitter on at SciTriat. Thank you to everybody who have been in touch about these episodes and said that you like them and want me to keep them going. This is the kind of feedback that I really need to validate that these episodes are worth doing. So keep it coming, guys. I really appreciate it. Stay active and engaged. Just a few shout outs to some of you that wrote to me or tweeted at me. Uh, Todd, Ashley, Clemens, at Daddy M. Key, and of course, Captain McAwesome, who you heard uh, had the question, and, and everybody else that, that contacted me that I haven't listed here because I just did a quick search in my email inbox on a subject line. So I'll miss some of you, but I really appreciate your feedback. I read all of your emails. If you enjoyed this podcast, tell your friends about it and make sure to spread the word. That really, really helps a lot. And thank you, as always, for listening. Keep training smart and keep loving triathlon.